Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. I am so excited today because I have someone who I massively look up to with me today, live in Seattle. Um, I have Megan Torres here with me, and I have known Megan for, I think, only three years. But I, I, I'm obsessed with her, and she gave me a, a massive opportunity in my career, and so I'm excited to have her on here and to ask her a bunch of questions because she's had an incredibly cool life and career herself. Um, so I'm going to turn it over to her and let her introduce herself. Okay, this is such a treat. Um, I, you know, introducing yourself is something that is surprisingly awkward. Yeah. Um, I, how I would describe myself, how about that? Sure. I am a dreamer, but also a doer. So I am kind of big picture motivated by um, societal change and improvement, but I'm also a doer. I'm a hands-on keyboard, get stuff done. Yeah. And I'm um, a spaz. I have a lot of joy in my life and not a lot of filters. So I'm sure this discussion is going to be rich. I love it. And one of uh, one of the other things is you're a Boston Marathon. You're proud metal. I am so proud. So this is a good story. This is a good story. Um, before I towed the line at Boston, I ran and failed, ran and failed, ran and failed a dozen times. Yeah. So I am not a fast runner, but I am a full on obsessed runner. And so I just failed like for decades and still tried to get faster and faster and yeah. finally qualified and then uh, finally ran it. And here is an interesting story. It was my slowest race ever, ever. Yeah. And it was the best race ever because the experience was incredible. So it taught me a lot. Actually, uh, it was just over a year, a year ago that I did that with my best friend and my dad was there cheering on and the experience was uh, better than I even hoped for. Yeah. And I try and hang on to that and remind myself that it is the experience, not the performance. Yeah. I remember when uh, when you came back to work, you were, you were had it. Oh yeah, showed it off on camera. You mean oh yeah. this, You mean this thing? Oh yeah. And as as Smooth calls it, he said a pendant. It it's was a, what yes. all these pendants. He's not an athlete. He's not an athlete to call that medal a pendant. For Can sure. I? And I just have to say, TC and I afterwards that weekend, I was like, I was like, I should send Smooth a picture. Oh, good. My pendant. Good. My pendant. He, I mean, this is how you know you have a good friend. I believe this to be true. And when people tease you, yeah. they love you. Oh, yeah. And so I, when I tease people, it's showing my love. So being with him, this is this coworker that we work with who we both adore being with him that afternoon and having him in yeah. our home, like it was nonstop making fun of me yeah. and it means he loves me. TC said though, he said, this is what Megan loves though. She loves, she loves this because this is what he does to her all the time. Yes. And it's just, this, this is it's what they banter. love. Yes. And I love it. Yes. He, okay. So this gentleman came to our home and, um, when I left my parents' house at 18, I lived just in condos and apartments. Like I didn't live in home yeah. until we bought a home six years ago. Yeah. And we had been in, you know, 400 square feet. We're a family of four, 400 square feet yeah. in New York, 600 square feet in, you know, Seattle. 
And we had been just used to operating in this tiny space. So the family of four, we all moved together around. And so we were slow to expand outside our yeah. indoor space to our outdoor space. Yeah. And so we know nothing about landscaping. And he made so much fun of our <laughs> maples. Maple. Yes. Then here's a true story. We had an arborist come over and we had been doing everything wrong. Don't tell him, don't tell Greg Smith, but he was right. All that smack he was talking about are maples, totally true. So we had to trim them all up, just like he said. <laughs> he's going to listen to this I though, and he's going to hear it. He's well, going to text you or call you and be like, Megan, I was right. I told you. Well, here's the other deal with a good friend. You give them ammunition to oh, make yeah. fun of you. So of course I have already told him that he was right. <laughs> And so, yes, he continues to rub it in my face. I'm sure he brings it up all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to just start with your your childhood, but also you growing up. You were overseas. Yes. You were, you yep. spent time in Japan. Yep. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because totally. what a cool experience to go and have, because it, it launched your career in many different ways. Yep. Yep. And probably, I think... Um, Probably the biggest impact this experience has ha had on me with growing up overseas with my family um, is that I really am drawn to global work. Yeah. So I have one of these careers that's pretty meandering yeah. and it's very hard to find a through line. Yeah. And probably the only through line other than one or two opportunities has been yeah. global. But yeah. my parents taught overseas, they're teachers. They taught at international schools. Yeah. And so my brother and I got to be along for the ride. So Indonesia first and then Japan. Yeah. Experience. Um, because I mean, just not a, everybody goes to Europe. Yeah. But nobody really goes yeah. to Asia or yeah. places like that yeah. to go, which I think is so unique and cool, which leads to then you went and worked with the, the Seattle Mariners. For, I did. Yes. Which my sport loving, I mean, you yes. and I have talked about this. Yes. My sport loving heart loves this. Um, I mean, I, I know what you did. Can you share what you did totally. though? Because it totally. is, it is so cool. Totally. How it, cause even Greg Smith, he was like, you did what? I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so it's how I got to Seattle. I was living in DC and I was working for the Japanese ministry of finance. Okay. And I heard from a, a friend of the family from when I was living in Japan he was a pitching coach for the Mariners. And he said, Hey, I think we're going to sign this Japanese player. Yeah. And he's like, why don't you like throw your hat in the ring to help with the Japanese media? Who's going to be there. Yeah. And so that was Sasaki. Yep. That was 2000. Anyone who's in yeah. Seattle will remember this. Yeah. And it was a really great experience to be able to help the, um, at the time, um, at that time, it was very different with international media. It hadn't really blown up as completely as it has yeah. now. So it was nice to be at the bottom floor yeah. to ensure that international media had the same exposure to beat writers in the U.S. Yeah. And then my second season, Ichiro came and it Which was like, so cool. <laughs> we were off to the races. Yeah, we were off to the races. So it was really great. It yeah. was um you know, it was a good example about saying yes to something. Yeah. I said yes to this role. I, my parents had uh, moved to the area. So okay. it was a way for me to get, um, you know, across the country. Yep. 
it was a lot of stability at the time. You yeah. know, it was, it was it was Japanese ownership. Absolutely. But Sasaki could have flamed out or yeah. no more players yep. and uh, from Japan and there yeah. wasn't a lot of job security. But yep. I said yes. It got me home. And it was five incredible seasons. Yes. And I wouldn't, wouldn't change it for the world. One of the that. best jobs I've ever had. I love that. Yeah. Um, what I've always appreciated about you and what is, is always stumps me when I talk to you and I discuss things with you is the simple statement that you give me of the tell me more. Oh, <laughs> I love that one. Because, I love that one. Because, yes. Because I think it, it, it's almost like you're sitting here and like, you're like, is she challenging me to, oh, to, to think differently, to, th to get deeper into yep. what is she doing? And it's that simple phrase. Am I the first person that's ever said that to you? No, but I, uh, <laughs> wait, no, excuse me. Yes. No one's ever said oh, that really? before, but I am so curious. I love it though. I am so curious. Yeah. So I'm, and I like context. Yeah. So the, the pairing of yeah. the two things, I'm always like, oh my gosh, tell me more. <laughs> so it's not a challenge. <laughs> like you better tell me more. It's like, tell me more. Tell me more. Yes. Yes. No, but it's so funny. Cause whenever, um, whenever TC and I talk about stuff yeah. where I think he's talking to you. Yeah. He's like, what do I say back to this? Oh, and I'm like, funny. I'm like, I'm like, I said, just, just say back to her. Tell me more. And see yes, what she says. Like <laughs> and see what she so says. Funny. Because it is, it's like truly like whenever I've had that conversation with you and you've said that to me, I'm like, do I need to think differently? <laughs> because it's, it's challenge. I'm like, I'm like, maybe I need to get like, is it like more context I need to give? Is it things like that? But yeah. it's always been like a challenging thing. That to is me. so funny to know. Okay. But for your dad, for your dad, it's like, put the cookies lower for me. That's what it is for your dad. Like, tell me more in a more dumbed down way in a slower way. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's the field trip version. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I also, the other thing I've worked on my whole career is yeah. active listening. So yeah. there's probably some of that yep. too, but I am just really curious. Like, and so it. usually I'm like, yeah, give me, give me more, yeah. give me two more chapters yeah. or yeah. Yeah. It is very much, you and TC are very much alike in the sense of if I'm going to come and ask him for help or to give him something that he wants to know about, I better be prepared in all sense of way. Yeah. Yeah, to make sure because yes. i'm i already want to be prepared for the questions that he, i know he's going to ask so as i got farther into our work and relationship i was like okay if i'm taking things to megan i need to make sure that i know because <laughs> she's going to ask me these questions and she's going to ask me to tell her more this is why it's so good to work with great people who you adore because they hold a mirror up for you. Like you don't know. You're just like, yeah, it's good. Doing your thing. It's good. Yeah. No, but I've always That's appreciated awesome. it about you. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> um, okay. So you have spent the majority of your career in media relations, comms, yep. marketing, yep. in some sort of fashion. Yep. What do you find? makes this world of business so fun and enjoyable? I mean, I fundamentally love hard things. So I think challenges, problems, yeah. the seemingly intractable, the better for yeah. me. So um, I'm motivated by learning yeah. and taking on big challenges. So from a comms and marketing standpoint, yeah is this nice chair to be in yeah. because 
businesses are trying to do really hard things. And if they had it figured out, they wouldn't need you. And so I, I think, I mean, it's really from a positioning standpoint, which is probably my favorite stuff to do outside of brand work, uh, corporate positioning and storytelling is like the heart of these organizations. And so it's a great, it's a great place to be. I've, um, I've been doing a lot of reading lately about storytelling in the sense of brand. And, um, I think just working with you so much on brand stuff, God help us when we did the relaunch. Hey, come on. That was great. (laughs) (laughs) See, I like hard things. I like really big challenges. That was great. The rebrand was great. (laughs) But it was, it was one of those that I didn't have an appreciation for because I had never had the experience in doing it before. So I really, afterwards I was like, okay. And so I've, I've done a lot of reading in terms of how do we simplify it to make it not so hard? Because I think we have a, sometimes in social, we want to put everything into the copy. We want to put everything so everybody can kind of see it out there. And I'm like, no, we don't need that. We don't need to do that. We need to simplify down. And so it's been super interesting to learn how to do that while also keeping a company's brand. I mean, I'm glad that that was your first (laughs) drink at the well with a rebrand. And here's why, because, um, there was something unique about that experience that I think was really special. And that was a commitment from leadership. Yep. Yep. So I think our, not only the timeline to get that rebrand done, but the resource commitment yes. to align so much around yep. the rollout, yep. it wouldn't have been as effective as it was yep. if we didn't have Raj and the senior leadership Absolutely. focused on. So I've done other rebrands where there wasn't that commitment. <laughs> and trust me, it's not as fun as that one was. <laughs> And what I, what I find so funny is when you said that, I'm glad that that was your first dip in the pool. I'm like, you and I have had so many in just a short amount of time. I think I walked into my internship (laughs) and I'm not kidding. I'm setting context here. Megan looked at me and we were about to go public and she goes, Oh, right. Oh yeah. And she goes, you're going to run the social for it. And I'm, I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Sharks. (laughs) Yeah. in the water and it was it was one of the i think the best challenges but also the kind of you got through that as an intern and i walked Mm -hmm. out there i'm like you can do anything what do we do now yeah what like what's going on what what do we got to go tackle now um and i think you and i had the conversation like it was just the next check off the list kind of thing in such a short amount of time of their product launches and things like that that then happen afterwards and I think the bet here there's there's a there's things you can control and things you can't control. Right. And the thing that I was so impressed with you about is um that motion you yeah. can control. Yep. The, the playbook yep. you can control. You can learn like IPO wasn't necessarily that different yeah. than our next product launch or yep even our next new hire announcement from, yeah. from an executive, yeah. like that playbook. Yeah. Pretty easy. Pretty easy. Right. Yeah. I mean, once, yeah. once you yeah. kind of get into motion. Yeah. Um, but your ability 
your ability to own the room was the magic. And that's where I knew. So my side <laughs> of the story is like, you know, we had to, like so few people over the wall yeah. on IPO. You yeah. were one of the yeah. first resources that we got yeah. to be able yeah. to share. And we were just so happy to have you there. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew you were going to be great, yeah. but there is a leap of yeah. faith moment yeah. that you so delivered on yeah. where you like, jumped off the yeah. trampoline and you were just going <laughs> through the air to get the other like you know run yeah. coming towards you and yeah. you had these executives eating yeah. out of your hand i think uh what jess said after on ipo day i think we had that meeting after everything went live after raj was on cnbc mm -hmm. and jess goes i think it was you or jess said can you join this meeting to walk the execs oh, yeah. through stuff and jess had said to me afterwards she was like that was really impressive of you and i said jess i said I don't think it was as scary as you thought it was. And she said, why? I said, because two of them I grew up with. <laughs> but still, it's a different setting. Yeah. And it, you were the subject matter expert, which I yeah. harbor a guess that wasn't the case in your previous relationship <laughs> when you're engaging no. with them, right? Like, yeah. so you yeah. really were in charge yeah. and you were giving direction yeah. to these very smart, very yes. powerful individuals on yeah. what they were going to do. Opinionated when, too. And you owned it. They have of many opinions. You owned it. It was great. <laughs> I think it went off. I think it went well. Smooth as silk. Yeah. Yeah. Single, single, I don't, singles. I don't, I don't know if it was went as smoothly from your side, but you might not say. <laughs> singles. Just trying to get singles. Um, you grew the corporate marketing team, which is the team you were VP of at yep. Accolade. And I was on from four to 25 or four to 20 Sounds or whatever like it. Yep. it was. And I think one of the four was a contractor at the time, but yes, it was. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, what is important for you about building a team? What do you look for in building a team? Um, so team stuff is my favorite stuff. And part of it is because you never finish team management, people development. It's always ongoing you never fit. It's not like an IPO. It's yeah. not like a product launch. It always changes. So it's my favorite bit. Um, I think for team it's talent assessment. It really is talent assessment. And then once you found people that can work in the environment, it's making it smooth for them. And I learned this from your dad. Um, he would for he, so Danielle's dad hired me, which is such a treat. He is uh, one of my favorite people and, and yeah, such an, such an important mentor for me my whole life. So yeah. he's never getting away from no, me. No, he's not. No, he's never getting away from me. But the thing he would do that I really would appreciate is um, he would solve problems. He would smooth barriers for us. Like, and we were trying to do a lot at that time to grow with very little people and I never went into a conversation with him where I didn't walk out feeling lighter. Yeah. And so I, I want to do that for teams that I'm a, a part of, like work is hard. Like yeah. let's do what we can to like make it a little right. bit easier when you can. And frequently you can, right. sometimes you can't, but, um, and then lifting people up. Yeah. I think the celebration of good work is what keeps us coming back. Yeah. And I have to say we, we had a ton of fun too. Yeah. We always had fun, whether it was a team meeting that we were all on or whatever the function was, like whatever project we were working on, we made sure we had fun, Yeah, which I think is 
a testament to you as well, just because you went in with your your energy, with your spaz, spaz hands, <laughs> spaz hands, gotta come out, <laughs> and your pink sweaters, and yep. that we all love because it, Megan loves hot pink, and I when whatever we wear, pink. <laughs> whenever she wore hot pink, everybody was like, "Megan's here, I'm on. Megan's ready." Yeah, and I think it's like the other thing I've learned. Um, you know, lots of things you learn. Yeah. the wrong way and the hard way. Yeah. Um, also, you know, you still have to be you yeah. and you also have to show up warts and all and yes. flaws and all. And the, you know, there were, we went through really hard things as a team, yeah. um, from the work that we had to tackle yep. as a, as a company and anybody yep. who worked in healthcare during this time knows that like, yep there were some hard times and we had people who also were struggling with hard things in their lives during a very challenging time. And, um, we had some incredible moments of celebration and we just had, you know, sitting next to people who were having a hard time and just witnessing that and being with them. So, um, I think probably the biggest learning for me is don't like, I, I, don't have things figured out. I never have things figured out, but showing up in that way into a team and being open is probably a good place to start. Yep. Yep. And, um, an incredible team you build at work, but incredible team you have at home as well. Ah. The Torres four, the Torres, I absolutely love it. Um, the two boy, you got two incredible boys. How's middle school? Oh, okay. So here's a big surprise. Here's a big <laughs> surprise. There's a life lesson here. Um, so we have two small boys, yep. not so small now, yep. uh, 11 and eight. Yep. And then I have the most incredible partner in the world, handsome, who, Dan. handsome Dan, who is the, you know, people come for Megan Torres. They stay for Dan Torres. He's the best thing going. Um, we were looking at the start of this year, yeah. expecting the transition to be a bumpy one. Yep. And I'm gonna knock on wood here, but um, it's the best start to school we've ever had. Nice. And I don't know what's going on. I was on. so happy. Yeah. yeah. So we had um, the two of them are very. <laughs> what's a, a positive way to say codependent? <laughs> but um, they're really connected. Okay. And I'm not sure if this is because of COVID or yeah. if they were always they're three years apart. Yeah. Um, if they were all always going to be this way. Yeah. But we were anticipating for Devin leaving this elementary school yeah. that he loves yeah. and going to middle school, a whole new routine. Yeah. We thought it'd be hard for him. Yep. He's a sensitive soul. He would have to figure out how to get himself to and from yep. navigating the world. Is and maybe as not we found his. out, yep. he is, <laughs> if someone knocks on the door. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. He's so many wonderful things, but cautious is not one. And also kind of like being aware of his yep. surroundings. Yeah. Not one. Yep. And then we have this little guy who is um so used to having his brother not only at school, but yeah. in the after school at physically on campus yeah. that yeah. he was we were worried that he would have a hard time yeah. being by himself in the elementary school. And they are thriving. They're That's doing awesome. so well. That's awesome. Yeah. So kind of a surprise and we when we were um i think it was about a month ago now or something like that when we were there (laughs) we were looking at the boys rooms i looked at megan's on the ground floor i said you're done you are screwed yeah 
they're going to be sneaking out. Our little guy's <laughs> definitely going to be sneaking out. We did not think that when we figured out this, yeah. this house. I mean, our number one priority for getting this house yeah. was that it's close to a running trail. Yeah. So we were not thinking. Oh, about he's it. running. I know. He's, he's running. He's, he's getting on the trail. He's going. <laughs> but yes. I are... think Greg was, uh, Smooth was like, oh, he's putting that mannequin right there oh, in that yeah. bed. He oh, is, yeah. is going to pretend. I was like, he is done. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, they're uh, absolute joy they are like i don't know they are uh we had halloween last night which is like my favorite holiday that there is and just silly goofiness and we're just so lucky we got a lot of joy with those two boys yeah i love it Haley and i were it was our first halloween in the house and we put candy out in the front door because yeah because our doorbell's broken right now so (laughs) welcome to homeownership yeah Yeah. um so we were like we're just gonna put candy out front and so at the end of the night i went out there and i was like pleasantly surprised i was like almost all of our candy was gone i was like people actually came to our house good you (laughs) never know the first year yeah hey i'll tell you a story about our first year (laughs) (laughs) didn't quite go that way like we were so excited because we're coming from apartments and condos like Although kind of in New York, people would go down the hallway, but yeah. you know, not a lot of traffic. And so we were so excited first, the six years ago, first little like cute trick or treater comes yeah. and we give out our little candy and they say, hmm. the lady before gave huge bars. So we moved into that house that the whole neighborhood knew that she used to give out the massive candy bars. And so we were like, we're every person that came to our house. We're like, we know we didn't get the memo. We have bite-sized Snickers. So we were that house for a little while. <laughs> like, <laughs> What happened to the old lady? That's what everybody's wondering. No. Everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> it was a downgrade the Torres family came into the neighborhood and we're loud no. and we don't give good candy <laughs> but we put a swing out in front so everybody now likes to swing we're like crawling our way back into the neighborhood good graces you got the you got the party deck we got a party we got super deck you got the we super, got super deck. deck yeah it's a w there i know it's fabulous rooftop um i i what is you and I have talked about this. You threw this my way when we talked to TC. Oh, I can't. Oh, no. I will. This is going to be bad because I was, I'm sure, trying to stump him. <laughs> what is the biggest mistake you've ever made? Ooh. The biggest mistake? See, you're, it's going to come back and bite you one day. <laughs> I know. This is so silly. Oh, my gosh. This is so still silly. <laughs> I'll need to reflect on this. I'm sure there are people around me are like, there are 20,000 mistakes you made yesterday. But here's something that stands out. And it's like they say, it's like the thing. It's not the thing that you did that you yeah. regret. It's the thing you didn't do. Yeah. This, this is dumb. Um, I was probably uh, ninth grade. <laughs> And my parents, we were living in Japan. So I was in ninth grade. My brother was, you know, a junior then, I guess. And our parents over golden week, which is like this week in April, which is the emperor's birthday. You get off. It's like Japan's version of spring break. Um, My parents were going to China (laughs) and they asked me and my brother if we wanted to go. And I had basketball camp. (laughs) And it's not that I played D1. I like never played basketball after high school. Let me just say that. And I was like, no, I want to like play basketball, practice my five-man weave probably. 
And my brother was like, I don't know what he was doing, like playing D&D. So we said no. And we spent a week like hanging out and probably not showering, messing up our house and me playing basketball. And we said no to a trip to China. And now I'm just like, I thought that traveling with my parents was going to last forever. And then I take my first trip where I have to plan and pay. And I'm like, why did I not do that? So yeah, dumb mistake. It's actually not that bad if that's the worst mistake. <laughs> basketball, though, that's what they got. I know. That really I'm paid like, off playing basketball. Yeah, I'm like, that didn't pay off. Like, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, that's my favorite sport that I oh, played I growing up. I just loved it. I mean, it wasn't You're fine great at it. Yeah. So I am sure that I have other really big mistakes, but that one stays with me. The fact that it stays with you, though, I know. is pretty telling. So now for travel, I'm always like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes and now I overbook. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I go anywhere you want me to go. Yeah, yeah done. Um, what do you feel like you haven't accomplished in your career? Going into pre-accolade, it was IPO. I really wanted to do IPO. Um, so that was fabulous to do. Um, I haven't scaled. So I've I've been at really big companies. I've been at itty bitty tiny companies. Oh, do it, do it. I have um, been able to build a lot of things, which I love, but I haven't been a part of a team that then scaled it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want to do. Scale it how? Scale it big. So, I mean, we uh, don't get me wrong. We scaled at Accolade, okay. right? We went from like- Very quickly. Yeah, we went from- a million people that yeah. we supported to 3 million. We went from six customers to 60, 70, yeah. whatever. So yeah. don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. Like that, that to me, that's a build yeah. scale. I mean, like jump in the Rubicon kind of scale, <laughs> like yeah, big scale. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That I can't wait to see though. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. I always, um, I think one of the things you always said to me too, is you wanted to be on a board of something. I do want to be on a board. Yeah. I want to be on a global board. I want to bring it back yeah. to... I have this real passion. I started in global health yeah. and I'm really interested in global health and international development yeah. and um, global support of women. Yeah. So I'll do a board. I said that to TC and he was like, what? Yeah. He's like, she wants to be on a board. Oh, for sure. And he's like, I'm like, yeah, that's what she's always said. Always. Yeah. So if someone yeah. is on an organization <laughs> that needs marketing help, you have a global mission. Megan Torres. Yeah. The other board I really want to be on. Have you? No. Brooks. Mm. I'm oh. obsessed with Brooks running. I'm obsessed. I would love it. That would be like, to me, the pinnacle, like after I've, yeah. you know, cut my teeth on yeah. being a board member. Yeah. I, if I was on Brooks board, yeah. game over. I've, I've uh, been tagging them and everything that I do now in terms of my running, Smart. just, just so they see it. Hey, did you read, um, if not, I'm going to send it to you. So don't buy it. Um, the CEO's book, I think it's called running with purpose. No, send it to I'm sending it to you. Okay. I just finished it. It's great. I didn't know it came out this this year sometime very oh, good right. great great speaking sure of scaling a company yeah yeah I, it's almost um phil knight's book that was an enjoyable one to read about what is too. it it's not the shoes no what was that uh called? shoe dog shoe yeah. yeah 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 and it was just so fascinating because we see nike yeah but we don't know like and you know kind of where it started you know it started yeah. in oregon yep. kind of but you don't know the story behind it so it was so fascinating to me to hear about one of the most popular shoe brands out there yep. in athletic wear and things like that and just how they got to be where they are today yeah. and um he was over in japan spending time over there and that's how he started because oh, that's where the manufacturer was 
Oh, cool. So I was so fascinating to me. I was Yeah, like, and I think I mean for me from a brand standpoint, the a I mean, Brooks okay. run happy, like there is yeah. no yeah. more magical brand. Yeah. Mm. I've been running Brooks for 13 years. And I'm like, I always come back to him. I'm like, yeah. I'm never running into anything no. other than Brooks ever. And why? Because it's just, it's the greatest shoe. Yeah. It's the greatest shoe. And it just, it stays constant. And keeps you out there. Yeah. 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 I don't get injured. Exactly. That was, yeah. 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 It's perfect. Me too. That's what I love. Um, if you could go back, and this is another question that you asked. If you could That's go back so and tell uh 20 year old MT one thing, Ooh. what would you say? Um, oh, this is easy. Yeah. So I, um, I have a tendency and I don't think it's unique to me. I think it might be a high achiever tendency, uh, to put a lot of value in doing. And I would tell 20 year old MC focus on being happy just being because the doing will come the doing will happen um and probably I learned that most becoming a parent it's not the doing with your kiddos it's just it's the being with your kiddos and so yeah that's the thing I work on and that's what I would tell myself I think what um what I really admire about you guys as a family too is that you guys just go and do stuff like yeah. it's never it you guys have your you know boys are in school and things so yep. you and dan work but over the summertime like you guys tore it yeah up. yeah we did a good like summer. it was we had a good awesome summer. to watch and follow yeah. but it's not just you guys as well it's your entire family yeah that you yeah. guys just love going and yeah. doing stuff together so i love the you're always present you're always yeah and then after everything's done, we lo- all we all love just to see the pictures yeah. and everything and what you guys do. I mean, we say this thing like we're fueled by adventure. Our yeah. family yeah. is fueled by adventure. That's yep. just like how we're wired. Um, and I'm so lucky that my family's local. My parents are 20 minutes away. My brother's 45. Yep. And it's really cool to yeah be this close. Yeah. All right. Okay. My last question. Yay. What inspires you? Me? Yes. I mean, I really like the build. Mm. I am inspired by people who build things that make the wor- world better, mm-hmm. by people who build things that sustain. Yep. Um, I'm really inspired by pe- people who take that kind of risk. Yep. And you, I mean, yeah. Accolade's perfect example. Yep. Your dad's a perfect example yep. in his, you know, where he's worked. And yep. so- that kind of stuff inspires me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still want you to be his publisher for his book. I will. <laughs> I will. Haley and I have been saying it to him for years. The only downside is he would be so annoyed with me. <laughs> After, like, we do our tour, we do our book tour, he'd be like, I need a pause for you for about 18 months. Like, yeah. that'd be the only downside. Yeah. 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 He, um, he, he told me the other day, um, just in in spite of uh, in spite of Haley and I, he's like, I'm going up to uh, to see a Detroit Red Wings game when the Hurricanes are up there. Yeah. And I said, I said, well, that's not very nice. And he, I said, who are you going with? He said, 
he said just the usual group and i said well who's the usual group and he reads out all of his childhood friends i said right he said raj is going yeah. and they're all going in a gondola and i looked at my sister and i said what if what if we just fly up there and just go yeah and she goes she goes she goes can i do my hey dad thing she runs it was actually the first time she did it when we were here we flew out here for the first time and she walks into the hotel it's like nine o'clock at night it's filled with people and dad's waiting in the lobby for us and Haley just goes dad, dad, dad you can't embarrass her so she's she's running through the hotel saying that and all these he's people, getting red all these doing it yeah like, is going on and so uh she's like as long as i can do that in in little caesar's arena i said you can do whatever you want to i mean that's the other secret right you can't take yourself that seriously and he like guess what's so great about him like he's very serious is he he's well no he's very (laughs) i mean is he (laughs) he's very serious around um i think around the work environment but you've you've gotten to see him outside of it to the point and i think you push that out of him too to be goofy To the point where you've seen that side of yeah. him, but everybody else is like sees him, and I'm like, oh my god, we go and do all these things. He loves to dance, yes. Right. And it, whenever I said that to people, people are like, what? What are you talking? He does, and I'm like, oh yeah, all the he's time. Fun. I come home and he's got music blaring and he's things like that. He's a twelve year old at heart, just like still <laughs> in there. But it's a uh, he. I think uh, I think I just want him to write his book. I tell you what, he writes it, I'll take it to the world. (laughs) Make it a hot pink cover and everything. No, that would not work. That would not work. Drive him crazy. Um, I can't thank you enough. This was great. For talking with me I'm so glad you're in Seattle. I know. I think I've been, this is the most I've been here in a year. So great. It's two times in a year, and I, I like drove in. I'm like, it's been everybody's been complaining because it's been raining, and I drive in and it's sunny, it's and I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> you're awesome. I am so glad that you do this. Thank you. You got to keep doing it. Yeah. Seriously, you are a yeah. gift to this world, Thank and you. I'm so lucky. I know you. Yeah, I'm incredibly. I mean, like I said in the beginning, this woman right here is a role model to me, and I'm incredibly lucky that I get to text her about just random things. Anything you want, anytime <laughs> you want. <laughs> I send her race pictures when I'm done and looking absolutely disgusting. Because you know I care. I am so <laughs> here for any race, good yeah. or bad. Yep. Highlight, yep. low light. I want it all. She like. Oh, in in honor of you. Yes. I have my running compression <laughs> socks on. I'm obsessed. They're good, aren't they? I wear them all the time. Yeah. I love my zoots. They're good. Yeah. I people I like I'll wear them with my PJs and they look a little weird sticking yeah. out. They look yep. like I'm wearing like a like I'm really Irish. <laughs> I just need to be green or something like that. It's gonna be really good. Did you wear it on the flight? I didn't wear them today. Oh. No. I wore them back from Atlanta though okay, after okay. the race. Okay, the flight's good. Yeah. 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 No, but it was my 45 minute flight back. (laughs) This was awesome. Yes. I can't thank you enough. Thank you. Um, And as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye y'all.